Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Uh, Cardinals baseball coming back in what? How many months? Let's see. It's December. Two months, really. We're about two months away from the time where they will report for spring training in Florida. That'll be great. Um, in the meantime, we are going to continue to talk baseball with you. The Cardinals report brought to you by Renner Garage Door, R-E-N-N-E-R, forward and back, family-owned and top-rated, RennerDoorSTL.com. We are joined now by Rob Raines, who writes for the Cardinals at STLSportsPage.com, and he is with us now on the Quiver River Electric guest line. Good morning, Rob. How are you? I'm good, guys. How are you? Oh, we're doing okay. We'll get to the Tyler O'Neill uh, thing in just a moment, but Nate mm-hmm. Gatter, who is uh, in for Amy Marks Corps, uh, is uh, he and I were just discussing the new contract for Shohei mm-hmm. Otani, the $700 million 10-year deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers. What are your thoughts on it? It's a lot of money, but I, I you know, it, I'll, I'll say this. I don't think any baseball player is probably worth that kind of money, but saying the same you know, at the same time, I don't begrudge him for getting it because somebody was willing to pay it to him. If no, nobody, you know, made the Dodgers sign him to that contract. So, and obviously, if the Dodgers signed him to that contract, they did it for for one reason. They thought he's going to help them make more money than that. You know, so and, and he probably will. I mean, you know, you got to look at the fact that he's a he's a once in a generation player. The fact that he's from Japan, so you open up all the other marketing and and you know possibilities of expanding into that you know region of the world. You know. Plus their own own coverage and, and the fact they haven't won for you know World Series and other than the COVID year in a long time. So I think there's a lot of reason behind it, and they had the money. As, as I say, it's not you know I don't think he's worth it, but I don't begrudge him getting it. Just like I don't begrudge any player getting what they can get on the open market because well, an owner has to be willing to pay it. And and they will make that money back. So in itself, wouldn't you say that's worth it? Because we, I mean, halfway through the contract, they're they're going to make that seven hundred and then some. Yeah, I would think so. And it's not yeah. the way that we haven't seen all the details yet, the breakdown of it, but for a couple of the, the internet reports that we saw was that a lot of it is deferred money. Yep. So that helps the Dodgers in terms of their competitive balance tax and the total, total overall payroll for you know this year so they can go out and still improve the club you know in other ways. It's not just going to be a one-man team. So so I think you know he, he was willing to do that because that's where he wanted to play. And that's you know that's the beauty of the of the free marketplace. You know, once you become a free agent, it's your choice. You know, you can go where you want and you just have to find somebody that is willing to pay you, and if it matches up, that happens to be the place where you want to go. It's a beautiful thing, Rob. Uh, of course, the the Cardinals will be in LA to open the season at the end of March, so they'll be the first team to play Shohei Otani in a regular season game, assuming uh, that he is good to go at least as a hitter uh, for opening day, which is the expectation. Though he's uh, not planning to pitch this season, Tyler O'Neill will not be with the Cardinals to uh, face Shohei Otani that day because he was traded on Friday to the Boston Red Sox. The Cardinals in return. Got a right-handed reliever, Nick Robertson, and minor league right-handed starter, Victor Santos, a couple of pitchers. Uh, first of all, I, I, you know, John Mozeliak was, 
I think, significantly more open than what we're used to about the fact that even including Tyler O'Neill's name specifically in conversations with media about players likely to be traded, were you surprised that Mosaic was that explicit, especially considering, you know, if anything, that's going to maybe undermine his value on the open market if, if teams know that you're that set on moving him? Yes and no, because I don't think it, it made it more open in the public, but I suspect that the other you know, 29 teams knew very well all since the end of last season that Tyler O'Neill was very much available. So it didn't change. It, it, you know, it may have made it more open on the, the public perception of it, but it didn't change anything from the other team's perspective. They knew he was available and that the Cardinals probably were not going to get you know, about more than what they got in return simply because they were so open about the fact that they were looking to trade him. So let's let's talk about the pitching that they did acquire, and it's a step in the right direction, no question about that. I know there are a lot of Cardinals fans that want them to go a little bit, uh, you know, deeper here and and yeah. acquire a real, true, front of the line starter. What do you think happens next, and what are your thoughts on what yeah. they've done so far? I think they've done good. I mean, they're they're a better team today than they were at the end of the last of last season with the additions of the the Gray, Lynn, and and Gibson. So, are they all the way they where they need to be? I don't think so. I'd still like to see them go out and get one more top of the rotation starter, whether that's through a trade or or a free agency. I think they're also still in the market for some other bullpen arms of the free agency. The other thing to remember about the trade is, okay, you got a couple of players back who might you know one of them might help you this year, one of them might help you in the future, but you also freed up the probably six million dollars that. O'Neill was going to make through arbitration this year. So you also, you know, that was another factor in the trade is somebody being willing to take on that contract. So that gives them a little more flexibility as far as, you know, payroll was concerned, whether it's, again, try to get a starter, try to get a relief pitcher, try to pick up somebody that makes money, you know, through a trade or, you know, have it available for a free agency. So, you know, I'm not ready to judge the Cardinals offseason yet, simply because we still have, you know, as you mentioned, two months to go before we even get to spring training. So there's still some there's still some moves to be made, but I, I do think the ones they've made so far have made them a better team. They're just not not all the way that where they need to go. Yeah, it's a good point because uh, on the one hand, I, I don't necessarily think the Cardinals have made any bad moves with that respect to that rotation. You can see the value in in Lance Lynn and Kyle Gibson. Certainly, Sonny Gray is a, is a very good addition, and if he pitches anywhere close to the level he did last season for the next three years, the Cardinals are going to get very good value for that. But at the same time, I think it's gotten lost at times that, that the Cardinals are replacing Jordan Montgomery with Sonny Gray and to whatever extent Adam Wainwright still had value last season, which was pretty minimal. They're replacing him with uh, either Lynn or Gibson. Take your pick. So ultimately Sonny Gray is really the only high upside player they've added from free agency so far. And that is that guy's replacing their only high upside starter from a year ago. Not to mention speaking of upside that, that Jack Flaherty has moved on as well. So essentially you've replaced Montgomery Flaherty and Wainwright with gray Gibson and Lynn, maybe as you say that that's made them somewhat better, but I think it would be a stretch to say the rotation is in a significantly better place from a talent and upside standpoint than it was even in July of last year. The only thing I would say that I, I would agree with you, except for one thing, I think that what they've done is they've, they've taken away some of the uncertainty of, you know, in, of innings because those guys are all been, you know, not to say what's going to happen in the future, but to the past, the last couple of years, anyway, those guys have been very durable starters. They've logged a lot of innings. They're up, you know, near the, the top 20 or whatever in the, in the major leagues, as far as number of innings pitched in the last couple of years. And that's something that the Cardinals were looking to do because we all know that the, the deeper a Cardinal a starter could go into the game, the better it makes the bullpen too, because it shortens that game for the bullpen. So, so I think that was a problem a year ago with the, you know, they had struggled a lot of times to get a, 
pitcher through the you know fourth or fifth inning. So now you're looking at guys that usually go at least six innings. So in the three guys that they've added, so I think that's an upgrade over what they had too. Visiting with Rob Rains, Cardinals beat reporter at stlsportspage.com. Um, we maybe have not focused enough on the bullpen, which a, a, a lot of observers believe needs improvement as well. What's the best direction do you think they can take to improve that unit? I know free agency is an option, but it doesn't always work out the best to do it that way. Yeah, I think I think you know to to me you know I think one thing that they've done is is they've relied or they've stayed with the same guys too long. I mean, I forget now who it was. One of the longtime baseball executive years ago told me that you, the thing that you have to do with the bullpen is you have to turn it over every three years. You just can't keep the same guys in a bullpen role, you know, for for that long. Maybe you know one of them or two of them, but not you know on a reliable basis. You have to just have some fresh guys out there. So that's one thing I think they're trying to do. The other thing I think it is you got to look at the way that they've improved that starting rotation. That means as of now, Zach Thompson and Matthew Livator would be in the bullpen. So I think that gives us a couple more guys, you know, that you've had in the past that have had some success out there. They're young guys that I think have a good upside in in put them in those roles. And then I think you're going to go out and they're going to get another guy, whether it's you know one of the guys from Korea or Japan that's available on a free agent market that both have had some success. You know, they're not going to come with the long term, you know, high, you know value deal that the other free agent you know pitchers are getting from Japan and Korea but I think they could be a, a plus factor and I think that's that's where you can make some some moves you know and you could make a, a minor trade or two to get get another young arm or two in there so I think that they've got and they've also got some kids that have pitched like a Gordon Graceffo who have pitched you know coming up through the system maybe his future is in the bullpen not as a starter because he you know throws throws hard too so you know I think they've got some options there but I think they're just that that's where they need to still kind of finish off with their what they're attempting to do this winter. Rob Rains, appreciate your time. It's good to talk to you again. Thank you for visiting with us today. Anytime, guys. Thank you. Rob Rains, Cardinals beat writer at stlsportspage.com. And as I mentioned, been covering the Cardinals for a long time with us here on KMOA. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.